Hi, I'm Jason Hatcher, Managing Principal at Navigator's Western Offices. I'm excited to welcome you back to The Western Edge, a podcast by Navigator in Western Canada. And today I get to say happy Stampede. Today is the kickoff of the 2021 Calgary Stampede after a hiatus from COVID last year. And what better way to celebrate it than sitting down with a Calgarian who has been a passionate promoter of this city. Joining us today to discuss the future of the city is Dr. Terry Rock, President and CEO of Platform Calgary. Terry was also the founding CEO of Calgary's Arts Development Authority, as well as the Executive Director of Alberta's Small Brewers Association. We are so pleased to have Terry join us today, and stay tuned at the end of the podcast for a special stampede treat, and it ain't going to be mini donuts. You've heard it before, the West wants in. It's not yeehaw, it's stampede, so yahoo! This is the Western Edge. We're so pleased to have you join us today. Terry, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, Jason. So Terry, uh, we've been doing this series looking at uh, at the West and and, and specifically uh, some uh, initiatives going on in Alberta about what's happening here within the oil and gas sector, beyond it, and, and what's some of the exciting new opportunities that people may not be aware of that are happening right here in Western Canada. Why don't you start by telling us what is Platform Calgary? Well, Platform Calgary is... a uh... Calgary's innovation ecosystem uh, developer, amplifier, um, builder uh, organization. Uh, we're uh, owned by the city, the chamber, and the uh, University of Calgary. And we, our whole mission in life is to triple the size of Calgary's tech sector over the next 10 years. And after that 10 years, we'll triple it again. But that's uh, our main focus right now is doing that. Uh, to make that happen, we're putting together the Platform Innovation Center in uh, Calgary's uh, emerging East Village. That'll be 50,000 square feet, our first real regional innovation hub that pulls together the whole ecosystem of support for uh, tech founders under one roof um, and really gives them everything they need to, uh, to ramp up. So it's, um, it's been quite a journey in getting this thing off the ground uh, under COVID, but um, but we've got a ton of support from the community to, to make it happen. I'll tell you, it's a striking it's a striking building for those of you who haven't seen it out here in Calgary. I can actually see it from my downtown office window. What's going on in there? What makes that such a unique uh, building? And, and, and tell us what yeah. a hub does. What does a hub do? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Well, what's interesting about it is that it opened today, but I'm not there. Uh, it opened <laughs> today to parking. So there well, are many. What you do in COVID is park, right? That's right. That's right. Uh, so there are there are, are not many new parking structures being built in downtown Calgary. This one might even be the last one. But East Village needed some parking solution. Calgary Parking Authority was building this uh, parkade, and they didn't want to just plunk a parkade in the middle of this really cool neighborhood. So they had this extra space, and so we're really activating a parkade. Um, and it's uh, six floors uh, total, or seven floors total, and the first two floors are the innovation center. Um, and talk to me about that uh, innovation center. Yeah. What's what's in there? What makes up that, yeah. that hub that people are going to be attracted to go there? Yeah. So we talk about three sort of core things about it. One is place. Second is programs. Third is partners. So place is is it East Village truly is becoming Calgary's innovation district. There's 
uh, Harvest Ventures there, you really have the kind of next-gen Calgarians setting up shop there in there uh, with the condos that are being built. We're right across the street from the Calgary Public Library and the National Music Center is a neighbor as well. So what you've got is um, a neighborhood that provides that connectivity and we think of it as the one-stop shop. So you've got a friend that you know, is tired of their corporate job and wants and wants to get into solving problems and they, they have a better mousetrap, they walk through our door and in 15 minutes, they're gonna get the support they need because of the programs that we have and the partners that we brought together. So we know there's a lot of research that shows that, you know, there's a, a hub type um, environment where you can really get everything under one roof um, actually does spin out new companies and helps to create economies. And we've seen it in Toronto with Mars. We've got Communitech in Waterloo. We track these centers all over the world and we've had the advantage of, of being able to do that. And the, the, the data is pretty clear. If you increase the connectivity in your ecosystem, you will get better results. More companies started, faster growing companies, bigger companies. So that's so the first part. Yeah. Right. So you're following some pretty proven models uh, yes, around the world, which is exciting. Yeah. What makes you so yeah. optimistic that we can attract 30,000 new jobs, I think you've said, in Calgary and yeah, that's the goal. 1,000 new Calgary companies in the next 10 years? We want, we want to, you know, we want to not attract those jobs. We want to create those jobs. And this is really, uh, I, I think, an important difference is that um, we, like more data is that new companies create new jobs. And so when you look at net, net job creation over long periods of time, you're going to find that um, that the, the entrepreneurial dynamic. So I think of, we want people to be, instead of being a job taker, we want you to be a job maker. And we can actually train you to do that. We have programs that we start with on-ramps. It's like, okay, you convinced me, I want to do it. Where do I go? And we can actually, right now, you could go on Startup 101 and one of our programs with, that we deliver under our Startup Calgary brand. And that is, gets you right in. Or if you're an investor and you want to invest, where do you go? We've got the National Angel Capital Organization's Canada's own Western Canadian Investor Hub in the Platform Innovation Center. Angel investors are gonna be there. You're an enterprise, you wanna access early stage tech. We've got an innovation hub for enterprise coming in with a partner that will be there. So all of these pieces are gonna be in one place, all offering programs. And that brings me to partners is that we now have 50 plus partners representing 17,000 members and individuals that are part of this community that we're building. So that's why I'm optimistic is that this isn't one organization of 30 people that is gonna do all this work. We're actually activating this massive community to create a movement that's gonna unlock new types of uh, innovation and opportunity for people that wanna do this. And all the pieces have to be there. Let's, you know, be, if you're a founder and you're looking for capital, if we can shortcut that time frame and get you faster to capital so that you can get a product to market faster or hire someone faster, then we're going to have better outcomes. So we just we talk about accelerating the whole ecosystem and we do that through those three things. Um, the other part that I think is super exciting is that we have the fundamentals of Calgary make it so that we're going to be one of the fastest places in the world to make this transition to build out a technology ecosystem that is contributing jobs and GDP uh, that we've seen in other places that we track. Why? Because the talent that we have is top quality. It's diverse talent. Uh, there's a lot of dry powder and capital sitting, looking for places to go to work. Um, and, and we just, they're 
asking for new ways to invest and, and we've got that. And we've got big industry that also needs to transition. So the digital uh, transformation of, of industry is real. It's been accelerated under COVID and Calgary's a head office city. So all of these factors make me believe that we have a burning platform to do it because we got to create new, new sources of prosperity for our community. And there's no more entrepreneurial place uh, that I'm aware of. And so it's a great place to be, to be doing this work too. So you talk a little bit about that dry powder. Tell me a little yeah. bit more about the advantages that you think Western Canada and Calgary specifically uh, brings. The first thing is that, that tech is, a, is an asset class that is different dynamically than the oil and gas sector and real estate, which is where I think a lot of the wealth in, in Alberta has been built. Um, and so if, you're, if, you've, um, if you've got that wealth there and you're, you're business-minded and you're looking for a way to um, continue to, to build wealth, to build legacy, um, uh, you know, as a, maybe you're, a, you're directly investing yourself or you're a limited partner in a fund, uh, then Alberta just has a lot of that. And, and, and when, you're, when your um, business ecosystem or is, is smaller, then you, there are fewer of those opportunities available to you. And so the money goes elsewhere and entrepreneurs are gonna follow the money and they're gonna, they're gonna follow the resources. Um, the other bit of dry powder that you would look at is, is talent. And so we know that um, Alberta is undergoing a lot of transition right now in terms of um, jobs moving from one industry to another. And there's a, that's a lot of friction there to get someone who was trained up in one area trained into another area. So there's a lot of effort that needs to go there, but I would consider that intellectual dry powder to be one of our uh, great resources that that could be exploited by, um, uh, you know, those of us exploited maybe is not the right word, but it really is built upon uh, by people that are um, that are looking, you know, for a place um, that really looks differently at um, at opportunity uh, um, at opportunity and really does kind of want to make it happen. So we have to double down on talent, but the if you study sort of how this works around the world, it's also very clear that every city of our size, pretty much every city that's serious about tech, if you ask the top, what are your top issues? Talent is always number one. So we're not unique uh, in terms of needing to uh, upskill our talent, to reskill our talent. That's, that's a thing that's happening all over the world. Who have we got here? We've got scientifically trained people um, that know how to solve problems. And so I think that's a really fantastic base to be starting from. So Terry, you know, people, when they think of Calgary, they think of Alberta, they often think of, of energy and, and oil and gas production. Um, do you see those that at odds with the tech industry? We, we were hearing a lot about clean tech and a lot of innovation that's happening in the oil and gas sector vis-a-vis -vis decarbonization. Do you see this an and or is an either or when it comes to development? Can these two industries work together or are they completely separate? Well, it's absolutely an and. The the um, you know I think the the broad based ESG trend is is one that I think is um, it's kind of a right to win place for Alberta. There are more I believe I don't know if this is an actual number, but I know there are tons of people. Uh, in Alberta, whose whole purpose is to help clean uh, our, and make more sustainable the energy industry. So that is an exportable 
industry, like sustainable energy is a global problem. And that's how you make big businesses is by solving global problems. Just energy in general is, is one. It's why Calgary is the way it is. So we can clean that up. And really, I, I think the case could be made that we should be striving for to be the top ESG jurisdiction in the world. And I know that that's actually a goal that that we're striving for. And, and I think there's every reason to believe that we will, that our that the incentive structure is such that it makes sense for the money to, to get behind that, to make this, to make that a real thing. So a clean tech subsector uh, of the broader tech is something that applies not just to oil and gas and energy, but into ag and into transportation. Um, and there are some fantastic people we've been partnering with Foresight out of British Columbia and the Alberta Clean Tech Industry Association and uh, CRIN, the Clean Resource Innovation Network, all part of this ecosystem that's building up here in Calgary. Um, very optimistic that, uh, that we're gonna see all kinds of activity happening there. The, um, um, yeah, I think just in the past year, we've dealt with 60 clean tech companies through our various programs. So Terry, what I'm hearing from you is, is you're seeing a, a fairly significant pivot, both on the tech side, but also on that oil and gas production side, um, you know, in terms of looking at clean tech and how to decarbonize. That might, might surprise a lot of our, our viewers of how far down the road or listeners, how far down the road both the industry and, and technology is in, in, in potentially decarbonizing this industry. Yeah, I mean, I think that the we so we do a lot of work talking to industry leaders about what we're doing with platform and and sort of the role that innovation is going to play in the Calgary economy going forward and how to build a true innovation economy. And a lot of the stories are that people don't know our story, that this industry has been innovating for years, and typically it would be how to get things out of the ground. Um, you know, more cost effectively. Um, and typically that would actually end up being cleaner sometimes too. Um, and that same sort of powerful force of innovation is going to come to come to bear here. I look at, you know, the people behind Ever, which the closed loop geothermal is a really good example of they're taking this core asset of heat under Alberta, uh, under the, the ground in Alberta that we've um, poked holes in found already and and turning that into uh, a sustainable energy source. So there's absolutely no reason why that can't be, um, you know, where one of the key things that Alberta does is try to solve that global sustainable energy problem. Um, and we're, we're, we could be like one of the world headquarters of that. Mindset is so important. And I think that that's where this, where the change is really coming is that, um, it's no longer on a back foot. It's a front foot um, sort of posture where we're going to own this space and, and people sort of got their head around and we're going to go for it. Yeah, people might not think that uh, new technologies uh, aligned with uh, fossil fuel uh, development and, and, and yet here we are doing it and it's really exciting. So let's move beyond yeah. energy. What else do you see uh, out there for growth opportunities in the space? And and do you see this work, this, this growth, do you see it going kind of uh, staying within Calgary, going east, west, north, south. How do you sort of see the connections happening? Well, there's there's kind of two pieces to that. One is, you know, there there's there are a couple of emerging areas that we're that are, we're pretty excited about. When you look at the sort of cluster that is, I'll call it, uh, 
Benevity, uh, Morgan Stanley Shareworks, uh, which was which is the the um, um, they acquired um, uh, Solium uh, was acquired to become right. now Morgan Stanley Shareworks scale up to two billion dollar uh, valuation uh, scale ups. You've got Cement, which is rocketing growth, and you've got Helsum. There's four. There's more, but we got four sort of broad-based fintech-like, although some aren't exactly fintech, but it's in that general space of companies that that have found their way in Calgary, and and you know that to an outsider that means may seem like odd that there's this cluster of billion-dollar companies that are uh, either built or on the way uh, in Calgary, but no, we're a transaction city. This is a head office city. Like we do finance here. That's what we do um, really well. It's one of the reasons why we've been successful as a city. And so not surprising to me that we have uh, tech, tech businesses that have been built from that expertise. And we'll, so there's a big, really interesting cluster there. There's um, a cluster in the med tech, um, health tech um, biospace broadly also being developed. Uh, that you know, tomorrow we open BioHubX, which is going to be the second major uh, wet lab um, sort of shared space facility in the city, um, and that'll open tomorrow. And again, we're talking dozens of companies that are already in the space and, and will be spinning out shortly uh, and, and sort of uh, uh, scaling out shortly. Um, and Innovate Calgary on the University Research Park has a, has a life sciences innovation hub that is also full of companies already. Um, and so I like that's huge. There's um, the other one that I would put a focus on is AgTech. And it, these are all sort of, you know, I look at, you know, what have we got? We got health, we've got energy, we've got agriculture, like we're feeding people, we're, we're fueling people, we're making people healthier. These are big global problems that we're working on. There's, this is a B2B kind of, uh, kind of place. Uh, and in ag tech, we've, we've spun up uh, something with, with Bioenterprise Canada and Tech Edmonton called Alberta Yield. And we're gonna put 30 companies through an ag tech acceleration program um, from scratch. And, and in six months, we'll have worked with 30 companies. and. It's everything you can imagine, including, you know, some frontier stuff around uh, the application of artificial intelligence to um, psychedelics as a, as an emerging industry. All of this is coming from the ground in Alberta, and are things to watch. Um, and then there's going to be some really interesting things. You know, I think there's big opportunities in the tourism and hospitality space. That is a core part of the Alberta economy, and and we're we're going to be innovators there as well as things open up. So, I'm really optimistic about these new areas, and just basically pick a sector that we've got strength in. We're going to put an innovation layer underneath that, and be a place that creates new businesses that then export globally. And so, to the other part of your question, you know. Um, when I, I talked earlier about talent being one of the core things that people are worried about and and talent is now global and and that's both an opportunity and a threat you know I think that um, that Calgary is it, here's the opportunity side of it Calgary is an amazing place to live and so if you're a tech worker and you want um, a city that it has um, really anything you need uh, plus it's uh, it's close to some of the most beautiful um, natural uh, assets in the world, the natural environment. 
um, you know, there's probably no better place in the world than Calgary for that kind of lifestyle. So that's great. And that's good for building a company here, but it also means that our, our workforce is mobile. So we've got to really make sure that we're competitive as a, as a, an industry so that the people here will work in companies here and that the uh, people um, that other companies uh, that uh, when they are hiring people, that it isn't just kind of a place where you can branch plant, but there's a robust industry here that you can actually build out of. So that's going to be another set of challenges that in this new world we're going to have to work on. But ultimately, we're playing a global game now. And we have to think global in everything we do. Okay, well, last question then. What is Calgary going to look like in the next 20 years? Um, there's a really simple number that that we think about, which is um, tripling the size of our tech sector. And so for us, that looks like in Calgary, we want to have over 3,000 pure tech companies. So these are really companies that their core business is creating and selling tech on a global scale. Um, we think that right now there's somewhere around, you know, between 800 and 1,000 of those companies. Um, and we want to create a pipeline, taking advantage of everything I've talked about um, to create a new flow of companies. And that means that we need to unlock that uh, entrepreneurial activity that is sort of natural to the Alberta story. Um, and, and it's going to be, you know, creating companies, growing companies is going to be part of the story in this city. We think that there's going to be a large community of people uh, that support all of this work and that downtown Calgary itself is going to be effectively an innovation district that when we think about repopulating our office towers that um, that have uh, that are, have faced some vacancy right now you know when we look at the platform innovation center we think of it as a conveyor belt one of the metaphors we use is that we're going to be starting them young and growing them up and then they're going to go and uh, and occupy uh, our downtown and it seems to me to be the most plausible um, outcome for the, the Calgary economy. Well, thank you, Terry, so much for joining us today. This has been such an interesting discussion. I hope you'll stick around for some rapid fire questions. You bet. I'm in. All right. Best craft brewery. Uh, I plead the fifth. I ah. love them all. I used to run the Alberta Small Brewers Association and, and I absolutely love them all. I will, I will, what I'll say is um, Village Brewery has a mimosa gosa out right now that if you're into light fruit beers uh go for that one great how about a local music group who's your favorite local music group these days oh man you're gonna make me plead the fifth on all of them uh <laughs> i again running calgary arts development <laughs> i have this past uh i i'm just a fan of the whole music scene i'm gonna i'm gonna cop out and i'm gonna say that Lindsay l is okay. a, an amazing Calgary expert. She's in Nashville. She's right. lighting up the charts. Uh, she's a fave. We, we actually helped her um, pre-Junos in, in uh, 2008. Uh, we took Lindsay to Toronto and I got to know her and uh, it's so great to see her career build out. All right, let's try this favorite instrument, musical instrument. Favorite musical instrument. Um, I'm gonna go with drums on this one. My daughter is a drummer in a punk band in Montreal. And so I have to say, I have to be in- Plug that band, band. plug that band. Who's, what's the name you of the know, band? You know, I don't know the name, but I'm <laughs> afraid to find out what it is. <laughs> uh, yes. Best hidden gem in Calgary. Best hidden gem. 
Uh, I live in Kensington and I'm going to say if you're visiting Calgary and you want an amazing meal, go to Vero Bistro and uh, Chef Jenny is going to just uh, blow your mind. And last question, Terry Rock for mayor? Uh, not this year. All right, there we go. Well, stay tuned on that one. That's when we're going to bring you back to quiz you on more. <laughs> Terry, thanks so much for joining us today. It was a real pleasure to have you here. So many interesting things going on in Western Canada and right here in, in Calgary. Uh, thank you for bringing some of this to us. Great. Thanks, Jason. Really great uh, to have the opportunity to chat. As promised, to close out the show today, we have another Calgary success story to kick off Stampede. Cole Bradley, a hometown talent who is making it big in Nashville and will be highlighting our Navigator Stampede playlist this year. Here he is to play us out. I was cool as cool could be Just fine on my own Living life easy Never want to be tied down But that all changed when you came around Something about your kiss must have gone straight to my head And I never saw it coming Your love made me twist like a worm on a hook Jumping through hoops just to get you to look Like a shot in the dark You had me right from the start Acting like a fool trying to make you smile Falling head over heels and never been my style So your love made me All my friends think I'm going insane Cause I lose my mind when you say my name And I can't sleep at all Staying up all night waiting on your call Your love made me twist like a worm on a hook Jumping through hoops just to get you to look Like a shout in the dark you had me right Just to get you to look like a shot in the dark You had me right from the start Acting like a fool trying to make you smile Falling head over heels, it never been my style And I swear I wasn't crazy So your love made me by Navigator, Canada's leading high-stakes public affairs firm. Our show today was produced by Kathy Moore, Kayla Duty, John Gardner, and Kim Drapeck. A very special thanks goes out to Dr. Terry Rock for joining us today, as well as to Cole Bradley. For those listeners in Calgary, you can catch Cole live during Stampede at the Wild Horse Saloon. Tune in every Friday over the summer to listen to the latest episode of The Western Edge. Thanks for listening. <laughs>